When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We had a winner last hour. Let's hope we get another one in about 17 minutes in our Live for Free contest. Until then, let's just talk about stuff. What let's do, we got? do it. All right, Grammy well, stuff, Hollywood stuff. We got the study of Doug coming up. Okay, Lori, I we do. I've got something for you, Lori, that I don't think you know about, okay? All right, I'm ready. Okay, so here's the headline. Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols got a flea bite on his sex pistol. Is this the squirrel story? <laughs> yes. So he apparently has befriended Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, has befriended right. squirrels. He lives in L.A. He, and uh, he feeds them. He lets them inside his home. He even allows them to nudge up to him if they want to. Well, it serves him right for getting fleas on his sex pistols. Yes. For crying out loud. They're nothing but rats with the backyard privileges. Okay. Squirrels? Yes. Okay. No, they're the worst things once they get into your home because they go crazy. Um, so to get out? He said, yeah. He looked down at his leg this morning and at his willy, and there's a bleeping flea bite on it. There's another one inside my leg. Um, they're very itchy. And that this is this is his quote. It's such a poxy thing to get caught out on. The only way around it, because I'm not going to blame the poor little squirrels, is to vaseline my legs. I just hope they don't get the wrong idea. Is he like cuckoo? He's goofy. Oh, for sure. He's goofy. He is really goofy. Yeah, goofy for years. Goofy for cocoa pops. Okay. Yeah. Just I I didn't know how goofy he was. Um. Yes. Okay, so if people are out at the Mall of America on Friday, um, brace yourself, Prince Franz. And I'm talking to you, Rocco. Okay. And I'm talking to you, Lori. Um, you know, we know that there's a Prince store at MSP Airport, and we haven't been there in a little while. But there's a pop-up shop um, that's going to open on the first level near the TCF Rotunda. Okay. And um, it's 1,600 feet of pure Prince loveliness. And actually, um, our friend Karen, the lovely Karen from Spillan in Woodbury, just sent us a picture of herself in her cute new Prince um, mask. So if you have Prince lovers in your family that you're looking to buy something for, yes. it's their really cute masks. You can get them at the new pop-up store at MOA. Very, very good. Hey, hey here is something for you. Um, 
This movie, I think, debuts um, tomorrow on Netflix. It's the Kristen Stewart. um, They're calling it the lesbian rom-com. Yes. It's called The Happiest Season. Okay. And she plays Abby, an art history PhD student, who goes home with her girlfriend for the holidays. And her girlfriend is um, Mackenzie Davis from Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. And she's invited her to her house for Christmas. Her mom is played by Mary Steenburgen. But then she tells Abby, played by Kristen Stewart, well, my parents don't know I'm not out yet. And comedy ensues. Dan Levy from Poops Creek is Abby's BFF. And I guess it is... Just a sweet Christmas movie, and she's been giving interviews everywhere, very excited about having a lesbian rom-com Christmas movie. I love it. And that's going to be on Netflix? Yes. Say the name of it one more time. It's called The Happiest Season. Okay, because I've got something else, a quote from her today, and I wanted you guys to weigh in on this, actually, because um, she was interviewed about this um, role in The Happiest Season. And the headline um, is she's proud to be part of the LGBT community, but she's not sure it's a bad idea for straight people to play LGBTQ roles. And she says, quote, I never want to tell a story that really should be told by someone who's lived that experience. But having said that, it's a slippery slippery slope conversation because that means I can't other ever play another straight character. Yeah, and maybe that's because Mackenzie Davis, who's playing her girlfriend Harper, yeah, I, I think is is a straight woman, although I, I don't even really know, but it's probably within the context of that because she's been doing print interviews right. and Entertainment Weekly and uh, um, or Tonight and Extra. She's really been on a lot of things. She's just very excited. And people seem to be liking the movie versus the movie that is just being called the worst movie of the year. I felt so bad. Amy Adams was on with Jimmy Kimmel last night, and she's in the Ron Howard-directed uh, movie Hillbilly Ele- Ele- Oh, that looks Elegy. so bad. And the it's based on... Bad. Yeah, J.D. Vance, his memoir, The Atlantic called it the worst movie of the year. Um, CNN said it is the the dreariest movie of the year. The Daily Beast called it a raging dumpster fire of a movie. Wow. And Time said it's condescending and a lazy caricature. And it's Amy Adams, Glenn Close, Ron yes. Howard directs. It's 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. So. I saw Glenn Close get interviewed, and I'm like, what are they talking about? And, okay, well, that's good news. It's they, well, saving everyone time, Lori. They didn't really talk. I noticed uh, Amy Adams, had they she had a delightful conversation with Jimmy Kimmel, and they spent like 30 seconds talking about the movie. Because everyone knows it's bad. I think so. She probably said, I'm here because I have to mention it, but I don't want this to be why I'm here. Oh, I just love her, though. She's so good. And usually Ron Howard does great directing movies. Right. This is a rare bomb for him. Well, anyway. Crap happens. I just I don't. know it. Yeah. I don't like the name. Um, I know it. Um, well, that was the name of the best-selling book whenever that came out. I never read it because I just thought, ugh, I don't. I don't want to read depressing. it. It does sound depressing. 
Yeah, well, it makes for a depressing movie. And then Lily James booked her next uh, movie. She's going to play... The movie is right now tentatively called Peggy Joe. Okay. And she plays this real-life woman, Peggy Joe, who had quite a run of robbing Texas banks in the early 90s while posing as a man. Oh. Yeah, so... That's happening for Lily. She's She's got that coming on. And the thing that everyone, the most dividing thing about the HBO drama, the undoing and the finale is this Sunday night with Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, don't, and Donald don't, don't Sutherland. Don't give it away. No, but the biggest divide have been Nicole Kidman's coats. Oh, okay. All of the coats, particularly the green chenille shag coat that looked like a bathrobe a fancy bathrobe okay well it's something i'm you know she had an interesting interview um in some i don't know where where it was but it kind of um kind of coincided with chanham's um he wrote something on instagram and of course it's in front of me in one of the nineteen thousand pieces of paper i have today (laughs) Right. Um, but he was talking, here's what Chanham said. Um, he said, there's nothing, because he shaved his head yesterday, um, oh, no. as Why good as that? finishing the hardest job of my life and then shaving my head and letting the character go. It's a oh. bit of a ritual for him. It's a free freedom of himself. And I'm about to feel so free. I have so much love in my heart for everyone that was part of this movie. It was Dog the Film. And... You know, Nicole Kidman talked about, because she plays intense roles. Yes, she does. And she said the loneliness that happens when she's in those characters and in those roles is so, like, heart-wrenching and gutting and that she's so grateful for, of course, her lovely husband, Keith Urban, and her two daughters. And, of course, they do mention the other kids, but we don't know what happens with them. Um, (laughs) You know, the Tom Cruise kids. But it was yeah. just kind of an interesting thing when people get so all into the character and how it is so heavy when they go so method. Well, and and this is a heavy role, this character Grace she's playing. And then even her character that she played in Big Little Lies oh, was hardcore. just unbelievable. Right, hardcore. Now, Rocco, when you were acting yes. and you would go all method, did you find it hard to get out of character when you went home for dinner? Or did you bug your parents and stay in character, do anything sassy? Like when I was a cow in uh, War of the Worlds? Right. I mean, yeah. was that hard for you not to have your udders, you know, milked? <laughs> Is it hard not to have your yes. teeth pulled? I do kind of miss <laughs> acting. That was fun to get back into it. Uh, You're for good at it. Well, I, I did it back in my day. You could see the smile on your face. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess, and this job I do involves a little bit of acting when I get, you know, hey, listen for the chance to win at 520. I mean, I, you know, I get up for that stuff. And But you're right. I kind of miss, I don't know. But I don't think I was that method. I I could just go home. You could go home and relax and from let, Woodbury yeah. High School Theater. And <laughs> I can too, Julia. By the way, thanks for asking. Because Laurie, because we're method in here, we act every day like ourselves. <laughs> Gets exhausting sometimes. I'm telling you what. You know, um, we're getting close to the time to give away money. But in the meantime, you know, the lady who played the Queen's Gambit, her the actor's name, actress's name is Anna Taylor Joy. Anya. 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 Thank you. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I hope I can find the second page of the first page. Okay. She says that she thinks she's too weird looking to be in movies and doesn't consider herself pretty. 
And, you know, that was the most watched program ever on Netflix. And she said a quote that she doesn't find herself attracted. I have never and I don't think I will ever think of myself as beautiful. I don't think I'm beautiful enough to be in films. It sounds pathetic, but I'm just think I'm weird looking. I well, won't... She's only 24 and, and that the way her hair was cut and everything and she's got enormous eyes. She'll be fine. She'll grow into her beauty because she was certainly uh, dazzling in every way in that role and chess has exploded oh i know there's there's like lists of um you know all the chess movies the top 10 chess movies you should watch if you like the queen's gambit and this and that i mean she it really has but here's what he has started playing chess online against opponents it's He's a good moved game. up to 10-year-olds. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> My kids took chess. I remember after school yeah. program. I We always played chess growing up. Yeah. Do you know how so, the, the people move, Lori? Y- yeah. No, I used to. I played chess, but I really was a fiend for Chinese checkers. Oh, remember that? The colors the and the marbles. Oh, yeah. Right. That was a great game. And then you could throw all I the marbles at game. your sister, which is what I would right. always do. Okay. We've got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. And then stay tuned. We're going to um, hopefully announce your name so you can live for free. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. What kind of dirty dirty do you have for us? All right. Well, we have some dirt regarding the Hills reboot. Yes, I know. Well, Rod Stewart's son, Sean Stewart, is going to appear on the second season of The Hills reboot because he's dating Audrina Patridge. Lori, okay. are you excited? Because Lori watched The Hills. I, I I like that new Hills reboot. I found I found it quite entertaining. Was it? Did the did the conflict seem authentic enough to enjoy or did it seem scripted? Well, you know, I watched it because Mishka Barton was so awkward every time she was on camera. It was like she had a hard time doing scripted reality. Yeah. Like she wanted something to go off of, but nobody was there to feed her her lines because she was supposed to improvise. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a thing. So you have that to look forward to. Also... We have this to look forward to. Somebody winning some money, maybe. Let's do it. I hate this year. You're exactly right, Holly Roberts. It's time to announce a live for free name. This is our way of rewarding you for getting through 2020. We want you to live for free for the rest of the year. Jess Fab, F-A-B-B of Brooklyn Park, might be living for free if she calls in the next 10 minutes. She'll get 100 bucks, and and we're going to have a big drawing next week. And if she wins... Ten grand for Jess Fab of Brooklyn Park. What you got to do is call us 651-641-10. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 716516411071 Jess Fab of Brooklyn Park. What a great name, Isn't Jess it? We've Fab? had a couple good names today. We had Katie Mary Bush, Bush, Mary Bush, Mary Bush, and Jess, and Jess Fab. F A B B. I know it. We were going over the names earlier, and I'm like, I love that name, Fab. Fab, you lose All right, back to you, fabulous Halle. It's Fab and Gear. All right, let's go to the world of TV. One Day at a Time has been canceled over at Pop. The reboot of the 1975 Norman Lear classic of the same name originally was on Netflix. Then it got canceled in early 2019. Pop rescued the show a few months later and began airing season four earlier this year. Now, it seems that the people behind One Day at a Time still do not think that it, their time is up. They're going to be shopping it around someplace. Did you guys watch this? No. Like, a lot of people really liked it. Lori? No, no, no. All right. Well, uh, if you we weren't like, a part of it, <laughs> you weren't a part of it. Well, you know, we what? watched it the first time in real life. <laughs> you, yeah, we're you, that old. Uh, you watched the real one day <laughs> at a time. Now, this yeah. isn't this isn't totally surprising because Variety reported earlier this year that Pop was basically shutting down its scripted series plans, and One Day at a Time was part of that. And Poop's Creek, that ending was also kind of ending Pop TV's foray into the scripted TV world. So What do they and have left then? TV, but was that the old TV guide? Yes. Yeah. And I don't know what they're going to be doing now. I suppose a lot of unscripted stuff, a lot of, I would think maybe they're going akin to E! News, maybe some more Movie. pop culture commentary yeah. focus. Oh, for crying out loud, we've got enough of that. We've got the Lori and Julia show. We have my talk. Why don't people just tune into this? Thank you. Jeez. Exactly. Uh-huh. You don't need to watch TV. You can have us in your ears and you can have us on the app right. in your butt pocket. Now, have you guys, I heard you guys talking in the last segment about the movie Hillbilly Elegy oh. and that is it's one of the worst reviewed movies of the year. Right. Now, I I want to direct you to another film that could be quite possibly be the worst film of 2020. And it stars Jamie Dornan and Emily oh. Blunt. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. What's it called? Well, so we're going to have a little homework, but I did want to bring attention to the movie Wild Mountain Time. It's an Irish romance. And apparently the Irish accents are atrocious. People are hating this movie just based off of the trailer. It also features Christopher Walken. Uh, He plays Jamie Dornan's dad. John Hamm plays his Irish er, (gasps) plays his American cousin. Christopher Walken and John Tenney's in it, Lori, are John Tenney. (laughs) We had so much fun with John Tenney several times at the SAG Awards. Oh, my gosh. He's. Wow, so they're saying it's just the worst. Yeah, people are saying that this is the worst. How does Jamie Dornan, the only Irish person in the trailer, manage to have the worst Irish accent of them all? (laughs) Oh, no. Somebody else said every accent in this, including Jamie Dornan's, is a bleeping hate crime. Somebody said, is this parody? Even Jamie Dornan's Irish accent is awful. 
And can someone please tell Jamie Dornan he already has an Irish accent? Apparently there are leprechauns mentioned in this, so people are just like, could you be any more stereotypical? Okay, but here's the deal. If you don't care if someone has a bad Irish accent, it's it's about a pair of star-crossed lovers in Ireland getting caught in their family's land dispute. Julie's sold. She wants the love. She's sold. I'm sorry. It's a love story. They're calling it a, a romantic, you know, drama romance. I'm sorry. I'm well, then you're going to have to do the homework for us, Julia. All right, I will. Right. You promise on this moment, right, November I... 24th, you're going to watch Wild Mountain okay, Time. Okay, it comes out on, I just have to make sure I'm available, on December 11th. Okay. <laughs> How's your calendar I'm, I'm, look? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm full that day. Oh. I, I mean, i got to see what's happening. Okay, will you see what's happening? Uh, this is brought it's, to That's a Friday night. Well, yeah, that's when where I'll have nothing to do. Okay. Okay. Well, you said it here. Okay. Well, this is also brought to you by the person uh, who wrote Moonstruck. So we loved that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it had the um, the trending topic in Ireland because of this trailer. Uh, oh Jesus! Because people were just just could not handle this trailer. So go forth and watch Wild Mountain Time if you choose. So maybe wait for the Julia review. Uh, and I'm so good. I'm the best critic for these type of things. Oh yeah, you're like the Jean Shallot of I, my talk. I know. Finally, I'm getting some credibility for it. We're waiting for Fab to call. Oh my goodness. Just Fab. Mm-hmm. Fab, yes, just Fab six five one six four one one zero seven one. It could be you winning a hundred dollars, but you got to call Rocco and get him on the horn. Uh, Dancing with the Stars wrapped up season twenty nine last night. What did you guys think of Tyra Banks's outfit? Hysterical. She's, oh my gosh, the you posted the blue one. Yes, yeah, the, the blue loofah. one, the loofah. She was wearing a loofah to celebrate the ending of the season. And if you don't want a spoiler alert, just turn down your radio for a second. It was Caitlin Bristow, the former Bachelorette. So she won, got two perfect 30 scores, which in Dancing with the Stars world apparently is quite the feat. So good on her. Yes. It is. Yes. Uh, This is something we mentioned at a Dirt Alert update, I believe at the top of the three o'clock hour, that Netflix has removed Dave Chappelle's Chappelle show after Dave Chappelle asked them to remove it. So Dave Chappelle said he never got paid after leaving Chappelle's show back in the mid-2000s over on Comedy Central. And Dave Chappelle had recently pointed out, and I think he did this in his monologue on Saturday Night Live, that Netflix and HBO Max were streaming a show that bears his great-grandfather's name, yet he didn't get paid for that. So I don't know what kind of contracts were happening between Viacom and Dave Chappelle when that show was being made like 15 years ago. Right. But I don't think that he's seeing any money from Chappelle's show being streamed on Netflix or HBO Max. How does that even happen? Uh, just contracts, Hollywood accounting, all of those kinds of things. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like we've heard a lot of these stories of people who are the creators of their content. Well, I mean, Taylor Swift has been the big one where she's like, well, I don't own my masters anymore. Right. I don't have control of my art. And I feel like Dave Chappelle's contract with Comedy Central might be something similar. Now, Chappelle's show was only on uh, Netflix for about three weeks. I still think that it's on HBO Max. Don't quote me on that, but... Hollywood's weird, man. Hollywood's weird. It certainly is. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. Thanks, Holly. call us. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. All right, we're going to come back with Lori doing something (laughs) Lori-ish. Study of duh, and we're looking for Jess Fab to call us. All right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my tech.
Adap. Duh. 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 This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that duh. Everybody knows. All right, Lori. I really love my noted academic skimmer job title. <laughs> That's my favorite. I think, Rago, you did a good job on that one. All right, what what craziness do you have for us, Lorraine? Okay, well, here is a study, and they called it a staggering 50%. They couldn't believe that 50% of people agreed with the statement that they can't have a good morning without at least one cup of coffee. Now, this was a U.S. study, so I am shocked the number is only 50%. I know people who don't drink coffee, though. And how and do they do it? it freaks me out. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder Wouldn't... about my own child. I'm like, how do you how do you get up and get going without a cup of coffee? I know, right? Well, I will say, I didn't drink coffee until I became, I, I, I got like a big promotion at Carlson Companies, and I think I was 30, and I felt so... First of all, I was the youngest person, and I felt so embarrassed that I didn't drink coffee. I just started drinking it and dumping all the coffee mate in it to make it as white as possible. And then I remember the first caffeine buzz, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I get it. But I was like 30. Lori, 30, really? Wow. Yeah, it was a late we bloomer We would sit around. Okay, so this is how wild our thing was but it was we you know this is before any phones or any anything but we would sit around after dinner and have a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette with our family oh yeah i mean that's that's i I did but i remember i remember just hanging out and having a cup of coffee and smoking a cigarette of course i quit smoking when i was 17 but (laughs) i was an early adapter in fifth grade with you know smoking at the furnaces parliaments with my friend liz but um, fifth grade smoking well we just were explorers you know it looks so cool it was the 70s rocco 70s we didn't do anything else rocco yeah we didn't do well okay so you think 50 percent is that's like i just thought it was like a duh and i thought it would be higher yeah, but I I do know people that don't drink coffee, okay. and I'm just like, what do you drink? Milk. Okay, you know, well, you know how I love to say that. Milk. milk. Drink the milk. <laughs> Loving all the milk get in the, my coffee. Get the milk. <laughs> I know Lori's coffee is half creamer and then a little splash of coffee on top. But I do I need love, my coffee. I love white coffee. White I found, tea. I just at least it's half creamer. Yeah, I found a new like non-dairy creamer, like a coconut cream. Mm. That's pretty good. A chocolate coconut creamer. That's well, bring non- that into the studio. No, it's too expensive, and you only it only it, you would use two it twice, and it would be gone. <laughs> okay. No, because all right. The, well, the, let's go ahead. Let's get to my next study because I did skim the journal micro. Biome. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. B i o m e. It's all about microorganisms. Biomes, yeah. Yeah, those biomes. Yeah, microbiomes. That journal. Oh wow! I didn't know they still published that. I thought they were having a slow year. (laughs) No, no, Julia. Julia, very important to always know what's going on with bacteria and microorganisms, especially this year. Especially, and this is research from Denmark, and it was published. So. Uh, If you've ever heard of, you know, dirty bed sheets in your children's room and you think it's time to do the laundry, 
we shouldn't be in such a rush to uh, change children's sheets. Do they need the germs? They need living in a little bit of dust and bacteria for to reduce allergies, asthma, and stuff like that. Like they just need a little bit of a dirty. Like you don't need to change their sheets uh, maybe as often as you change your own. All right. So maybe maybe once. twice a month okay. or something. All right. And. And don't worry about it. They find the correlation that is the largest study they've ever done where they found a correlation between the bacteria they find in bed dust and those we find in the children. And they're not the same, but they affect each other and it reduces asthma and allergy risks in later years. But having a high diversity of microorganisms inside a family's home helps kids and because beds are just such a central gathering place for bacteria and things like that if you're always cleaning that away in your kid's bedroom you may be hurting and not helping their overall health so that's kind of that's that's a good news thing for people Kind of. Stay dirty. Stay dirty. Stay dirty, at least with the kids. Don't feel guilty about it. Right. Okay, now here is... You just made a lot of people happy. I think so. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Microbiome Magazine. Thank you, right. And it's not a quarterly, is that an annual magazine? This is is a biannual, Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Um, Very small print. Um, my phone is Why? right by my side as Why? I'm looking up Because words. Lori doesn't really have a computer, so she has to read everything on her phone. I bet it's teeny print. Okay, so here is a study. Uh, COVID restrictions leading most Americans to being more adventurous in... The bedroom. Wrong, Julia. Oh, okay. okay. The I thought... kitchen. Oh, okay. The kitchen. Listen to this. Three out of five people are using this time to explore cooking new food. Of course, the millennials at 69% are leading the pack and trying baking and different cultures and ethnic food, blah, blah, blah. Then Gen X at 60%. And then, geez, all the other generations under Gen X are like only 28%, kind of lazy. All right. We've but it's lazy. Italian is number one because pretty easy. But hey, let's make our own pizza. Or I know people who've bought, you know, making their own pasta. So Italian is number one, closely followed by Mexican, then quote unquote regional food, and then like Middle Eastern, Greek, that kind of thing. Regional is that like a tater tot hot dish or something? <laughs> I think so. That's what I. That's what I say. Whatever regional is Stuffed to your peppers. area. Mm-hmm. If I asked you what a Watergate salad was, that what we call? Yeah, she won't know. She won't. Know oh, I think it's something awful with walnuts, pears, and apples. She does. It's pistachios. <laughs> it's pistachio pudding, marshmallows, walnuts, and maybe a fruit or something. Marshmallow cherries. Oh, that pineapple. just sounds terrible. They had that in the cafeteria today, and I devoured it. It was pretty it, good. That is the but salad. Why is it called the Watergate salad? But that was, isn't that, remember a couple years ago, before our very own personal salad gate, Lori, there was salad yeah. gate because they were saying 
there is this list of the top salads by um, state, yeah. by state, and ours was the Watergate salad, and, and everyone's like, what? "What was the genesis of that?" And I felt like it was a restaurant in Stillwater. Hmm. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna do a deep dive on you that. Go ahead. Would you please? But, but Lori, I'm glad Donna. that you knew what was in it. Well, I knew it had to be some just terrible concoction. Actually, of- it was good. I had the lemon. Oh gosh, it was some delicious lemon zest and whipped cream thing today. I'm not oh, making right. you, you had guys the lemon pudding. Yeah, I'm supposed to make you guys that ginger whipped cream. I'm just going to say a hard no. <laughs> okay. Even with the minced ginger being so easy, no, yeah, because I am target. no, because I'm researching hot toddies instead. Oh, all right. I was looking up some winter drinks the other day because I, you know, I feel like gin is such a summer. Drink. Yeah. I was like, I want a winter Do you gin want drink. An, oh, a winter gin. Did you look for the fizz? There's something I fizz? Didn't. Everything I looked up was like way too fancy. It involved me making like a pear puree, you know. Yeah, forget that. No, I just want, yeah. So I'll stick with right. like whiskey and Coke. Right. Anyways. Well, you can never go wrong with um, hot buttered rum. Well, who's ever made that? Well, I have. Okay. You. Heat up tea, you make tea, and then you put butterscotch schnapps in it. But where's the rum? And then you add a splash of rum, (laughs) zap it in the microwave, and a little splash of whipped cream on top. Ta-da! Okay, because Lori, that's so funny because that's not the real recipe. It's also eggnog season. Well, eggnog is so good, but you know what I'm going to make is hot. Apple, like real apple cider listen, with listen. Southern Comfort. Okay. Nobody, I don't want to, you guys are cutting into Sorry, my study of duh, like it's random thought. Well, the time, oh. You brought up regional <laughs> oh, foods. Oh, what a dig. Look at the time, Well, let's though. keep it going because we have, I mean, next segment I see a big blank spot No, on we have grid. so much to talk about, oh, Lori. Okay. I can't wait for you to share another study. Oh, no, I'm done. You only get dollops of duh. Just <laughs> dollops like we get dollops of, duh. of random thoughts. That's what we so. should call the segment. Dollops of duh. That is duh. pretty funny, Lori. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Rocco, I'll do it. Do it. Well, you are not eligible. But thanks for listening right now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love that, that when we listen to our show, I don't usually listen to people off of the show when I ask questions. I just fire them in there. And I'm like, I'm, can we move on to the next one? Lori, what's happening there in your little second story? I'll tell you what's happening. I just thought that this was uh, so great. Um, Remember, I think last week we talked about, um, I think it was either a theory, I think it was a theory about how people uh, just wish their bosses would just say thank you. Yes. A little, even just a thank you, because everyone is working two jobs or, you know, just juggling so many things. So as a thank you, I love what uh, Delta announced they were doing today, giving every single Delta employee two round trip confirmed tickets. So not having to, you know, standby or whatever to anywhere that Delta flies. Wow. As a thank you for what a hard year it's been. That's lovely. I know, and then Sun Country is doing something where you can nominate, uh, they're a giving $500, yeah, um, flight vouchers to people that you know that are working front lines or whatever, because yeah. uh, you could buy a lot with $500 Sun Country voucher because airfares are so low everywhere. That's a so, good thing. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of a great news 
two great news story uh, today. Yes, know, for, I think they are. All right, so here's a story that I'm surprised you haven't brought up yet, Lori. Well, and, it doesn't mean I don't have notes on it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, here are some of... Um, so hot... The shark, Greg Norman, was walking his dog. He's 65 years old. And if okay. you remember, he was neighbors with Chrissy Everett. And Chrissy Everett and her husband and Greg Norman and his wife were a couple friends. Until right. what happened? Chrissy, Chrissy Everett right, and Greg, Greg Norman had an affair. And then they That's ended right. up getting married. And then they ended right. up getting a divorce like six months later. Yeah, so very. he... he is advertising. I mean, he's ripped. He's he posted on Instagram a photo, photo, three photos of himself walking his dog on the beach, capturing without his shirt on, capturing it. We're talking about Greg Norman, the golfer, a mm-hmm. man and his dog on a Sunday. Well, he's looking for love. He's looking for women to slide into his DMs, if not his board shorts. Okay. Well, some cheeky comments ensued from that, and I'm be- sure. and um, someone said, "Careful, your dog thinks you're hiding a stick. He might have had wood." And and another one read, "Shark, dog, and python." And then no. and then another one, "Great white shaft." Anywho, he's in yeah. a partnership with this um, no- Novax Biotech, and it's something. That burns fat or something, but it's kind of funny. I thought it was kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, it's two he purposes. Looked- He's getting paid for it. Yep. He's giving us 69-year-old goals or whatever the hell 65. he is. 65. Not even 69. Okay, 65. And he's probably getting some very nice photos uh, as in his uh, DMs right now and has a variety of dates lined up. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So, does anyone is anyone doing anything fabulous? Who needs Tinder when you can do that? Well, when you're Greg Norman, <laughs> right? Yeah, when you're Greg Norman, is anyone doing anything fabulous tonight? It's Tuesday after all. Besides watching The Bachelorette, they're going to play Truth or Dare tonight, Lori. It's going to be a big night. Oh yeah, I love it when those boys bitch and fight. I just live for it. It's kind of fun, isn't it? It 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 really is. They're it's whiny. Just... They're so whiny. All right, here's a question for you guys. It's a a geography question. We're going to do a little test here. Rocco, which Great Lakes is the only one 100% in the U.S., like Michigan, like Huron, like Erie, or Lake Superior? Lori, answer. I think I know. All right. Lori, answer. I think it's Lake Superior. Okay. Rocco? I think it's Lake Erie. It's Lake Michigan. You both were wrong. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. That's a good little question. What are we? What are you great lakes? You're not you're not fifth, you're not fifth graders. You're not smarter than a fifth grader on that one. Well, I knew oh, like yeah, Lake Erie not. was like, you know, Cleveland's on Lake Erie. I figured right? Ohio was so south. But we, Canada we goes dealing... down there. Uh, does it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. what I've heard. Canada goes down. <laughs> there. Thank you by Cleveland. Much. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> Canada. And some <laughs> people do say that. That's a euphemism. I know. Oh, I I went downtown to Cleveland last night. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> Who was the comic that did that? I don't know, but somebody had Cleveland. Oh, as hello, a Cleveland is from um, uh, Spinal Tap. Is that yeah. okay? Oh my gosh! All so right. no one used it as a euphemism. Um, I'll look that up. 
Go Maybe ahead. it was just Going my fir- circle of friends. Lori, you used everything as a euphemism in your circle of friends. <laughs> Not everybody runs as raunchy as you. Not oh, everyone. Yeah, I disagree. I think that people are way raunchier than. Uh, I mean, if you are inclined that way, there are shy sure. people who would never dream. But I think people do get a kick out of being raunchy. Yeah, I would. Well, some more yeah. than others. It, yeah, so yeah, or at least at least kind of listening in on raunchy. Right. Okay. Are right. you guys have you put up your Christmas lights yet? No. No. Are you going to do it this weekend? Yeah, my wife wants yes. to get a tree this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to make yeah. people happy. So put them up because it makes everyone happy to see the bright lights. Not don't yeah, do it for I yourself. Don't... Do it for your neighbors. Right. I know. Casey said he's just going to buy a tree to decorate and put in our backyard. I think it's a great idea. It makes people happy. I know, and the birds will like it because I can put my old bread out on the branches and it like becomes a bird feeder without the hassle. And then we're just <laughs> going to put a bench next to it and sing, feed the birds, feed the birds, possums, possums. All right, the big, is anyone have some extra money? The big Kmart K is up for bids. If anyone yeah, needs a, pass. a giant, take a hard pass if anyone needs that. a nine foot red letter K, you have till December 1st. It's being sold right, right, in, right here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. It's the Lake Street one, right? It is. Have a great night, guys. Thanks, thanks, Rocco. Lori, I'll see you in person see tomorrow. tomorrow. All right. Night, everyone. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.